Christmas. Present share. That's, that's the answer I was expecting. Maybe you feel bad you're in church. Like Maybe I shouldn't say presence. Maybe I should say Jesus. It's okay to say presence. When I was younger, my favourite thing about Christmas was definitely the presence. I would get up super early on Christmas morning and I'd sit in front of the tree with my siblings just waiting for the sun uh, to come up, which would be the signal. Yeah, that's how early I got up. I was pretty excited. Waiting for the sun to come up, which would be the signal that we could go and wake mum and dad and um, we could finally open our presents. See, the giving and the receiving of gifts is undoubtedly one of the most special and the unique things about Christmas. In fact, I don't know if you've ever realised this, but Christmas is the one time of the year when everybody receives a gift. Now, there are other special occasions when we exchange gifts, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, Mother's Day, Father's Day, but on those days, only one or two people receive a gift. Christmas is the one time of the year where everybody is given a gift. And this tells us something important about Christmas. It highlights for us the most important thing about Christmas. And it is the gift of Jesus Christ from God to all mankind. See, every Christmas we remember that Jesus was given to us by God. We remember that Jesus came from heaven to earth, but he didn't just come, he was given. In fact, we read about this in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. This Old Testament book in this prophecy that was written hundreds of years before Jesus was born. It says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. See, Jesus is the gift of God given to all mankind. And this is why when we give gifts at Christmas, we are reminded of this profound truth. This truth that we really see in many different parts of the Bible. For example, in the well-known passage in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son. In 2 Corinthians 9, the Apostle Paul exclaims, he says, Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. This is the central truth of Christmas. This is the reason we give gifts to one another at Christmas because Jesus was given to us by God. And what I'd like to do this morning is just take a few moments to reflect on what it means that Jesus Christ is a gift from God. And I'd like to ask the question, well if Jesus really is a gift from God, then what kind of gift is he? And what does that mean for you And for me. You see, perhaps you've never really explored this truth. Maybe you've never really asked if this truth, that Jesus is the gift from God, has any relevance for your life. Well, this morning I'd like to suggest that it does. And I'd like to suggest that the gift of God in Jesus is exactly what we need. It might not be what we're expecting. It might not be what we're looking for this Christmas. But it is exactly what we need. So what do we learn about the truth that Jesus is a gift from God to us? Two simple things. The first thing is that Jesus, the gift of God, is surprising. Jesus, the gift of God, is surprising. 
Now, I don't know about you, but I believe that the best kind of gifts are surprises. I know that there's control freaks out there and and you like to know exactly what you're getting and you give your family detailed lists and instructions and links and if they deviate from that list, then there's trouble. But I believe that gifts are most compelling, most exciting when they are surprises. The best kind of gift is the one that you don't expect, but it's exactly what you need. So, for example, a few years ago, I was given a new driver for Christmas. Now, I don't mean a chauffeur, though that would have been kind of cool. I mean a golf club, a golf driver. Now, I already had a driver, but it was a bit old school. You know, it was the old wooden one. It was a bit small and really hard to hit with. This new one that I was given, which I wasn't expecting and I hadn't asked for, was awesome. It was a good brand, it was good quality, and the head on the golf club was huge. It enabled me to hit way further and way straighter than I'd ever been able to. Now I just need a set of irons and a putter that will help me do the same thing, but we'll get there. I didn't expect it, but it turns out it was exactly what I needed. You see, Jesus Christ is a gift like this. He's a gift that we don't expect, yet he is exactly what we need. See, Jesus came and lived and died in a way that nobody expected. He came as a child and he was born to a poor family in a backwater town. He lived his life not as a powerful politician or a military leader, but as a carpenter and as a wandering teacher. His life ended by a violent, degrading death upon the cross. And he gave himself up without resistance or struggle. In fact, in Isaiah 53, we read this about Jesus. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he opens not his mouth. Jesus Christ's life began and ended in weakness. Now if you were to ask, well if God was to give a gift to the world, what would we expect him to give? What would we need him to give? I don't think that you would say God should give us a man who would be born to a poor family in a backwater town, would live for only 30 years before he died in shame and weakness. I think you would say, well, God should give us someone powerful. God should give us someone who can actually deal with the evil and the problems in our world. And friends, this is why Jesus is not on the world's Christmas list. This is why most people are not seeking Jesus this Christmas. Because on the surface, Jesus is not what we would expect to receive from God. And on the surface, it seems like Jesus is not even what we need. In other words, for the world, Jesus is a surprising gift, but not in a good way. He's not like a brand new golf driver for a hacker like me. He's more like a a suit and tie if you're a tradie. Not what you would expect and it seems like not what you need. But here's the question we must wrestle with. Maybe the thing that we think we need is not what we really need. See, what we think we need from God is someone powerful who can deal with all the problems in our world. Someone who can deal with all the evil out there in the world. But what if the problem with humanity... It's not simply out there in the world. What if the problem with humanity is in here? Is in every 
human heart. When a newspaper posed the question a number of years ago, they posed the question, what is wrong with the world? Catholic thinker and author G.K. Chesterton, he wrote a brief letter in response and it simply said, Dear Sirs, I am sincerely yours, G.K. Chesterton. See, this is the Bible's diagnosis of the human problem. It's not just out there with the bad people. It's in here. It's in every human heart. In other words, the problem is not just that other people are are making your life miserable. The problem for us is our sinful self-centeredness and our sinful self-absorption. Our greatest problem is inside of us. Russian author Alexander, that guy, in one of his books, he puts it perfectly. He says, If only there were evil people somewhere insidiously committing evil deeds and it were necessary only to separate them from the rest of us and destroy them. But the line dividing good and evil cuts through the heart of every human being. And who is willing to destroy a piece of his own heart? See, what the world needs is not someone powerful to come along to deal with all the evil problems out there, to destroy all the evildoers in the world. If God had sent a gift like that, we would all be destroyed. What you and I really need is someone who can deal with our sin, someone who can show us our sin, someone who can pay for our sin, cleanse us of our sin, someone who can give us freedom from our sin, forgiveness for our sin and hope for a future without sin. And guess what? This is exactly the kind of gift that God has left under the world's Christmas tree. It's a surprising gift. It's not what we would expect, but it's exactly what we need. And so this Christmas, don't be fooled by the surprising nature of God's gift to us. The best kind of gifts are surprises. Those that we don't expect, but those that are exactly what we need. That's the first thing we can learn from the truth that Jesus is God's gift to us. The second is that Jesus, the gift of God, is free. Now maybe you're thinking, well, duh, Adam, all gifts are free. If you have to pay for it, it's not a gift. And that's exactly my point. You see, I think... And most of us, when we think about God and our relationship to God, we don't think gift. We think wage. We think payment. We think earning. In our hearts and minds, we think, I need to earn my spot with God. I need to pay my way. I need to prove myself worthy. But let me remind you of what we read in Isaiah chapter 9. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. See, Christmas tells us that Christianity is not a religion of wage. It's a religion of gift. And there is a big difference between a wage and a gift. Think about it this way. Imagine if you were my employee and you came to me to get your monthly paycheck. Not that anyone does that anymore, but you know, imagine you did. Imagine when I handed you your paycheck, I said, by the way, this month your paycheck is a gift. Now, you'd be insulted by that, and you should be insulted by that, because what am I saying? I'm saying you haven't earned your paycheck. You don't deserve it. Or, or kids, think about it this way. Imagine if your teacher arranged this kind of token system at school. When you finish your work, when you're listening well, when you're 
you know, being a, a conscientious student, you can earn tokens. And when you earn tokens, you can redeem them for a price. Let's say it's 10 tokens. So you work really hard and you eventually earn 10 tokens. Imagine when you went up to your teacher and you brought your 10 tokens and they said to you, well, here's your gift. It's a present from me to you. You'd think, well, that's not a gift. I worked really hard to earn those 10 tokens and to earn that prize. See, there is a difference between a wage and a gift. And Christianity is not about earning a wage. It's about receiving a gift. And when the Bible says to us, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, it's saying Jesus is a free gift from God. It's saying everything that you need to come to God, to know God, it's been given to you by God. See, we don't earn our right standing with God like a wage or like a token. We receive it as a gift. And this is what Christmas is all about the incomprehensible goodness and grace of God to undeserving sinners like you and me. Ephesians 2 puts it well. It says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. Now I think, and I know, that most of us have heard this many, many times. We know the message of Christmas, Jesus is the gift of God. Yet so many of us still live with an overwhelming sense of unworthiness. We hear about and we sing about Jesus being our gift, but in the reality of our lives, we refuse and reject it. We might even say something like this, well, I can't really believe it's that easy. I can't really believe that you just receive and you don't have to do anything. And it sounds humble to say that, but what you're really doing is rejecting the gift. Imagine on Christmas morning, you give a gift to someone and you've looked really hard to find this gift, you've paid a lot of money and you're just excited to see this person open the gift. Imagine when they open this gift, their face lights up and they're really thankful and, and then they reach for their back pocket and they pull out their wallet and say, well, how much do I owe you? And you just think, well, no, it's a gift. And they say, no, no, I'd really like to pay you for this. It's not a gift. Jesus has been given to us by God as a gift. And in Jesus Christ is everything that we need to come to God and to know God. Paul puts it this way in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. He says, Because of Him, because of God that you're in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness and redemption. Jesus is our righteousness. Jesus is our holiness. Jesus is our redemption. In Jesus is everything we need and it's given to us by God as a gift. See, when you grasp Jesus by faith, when you receive Jesus by faith, he's not just a little boost to your spiritual life so that you can then go out and work up the righteousness that you need. In Jesus is everything that you need. And when we understand this truth, when we understand this message that we are reminded of every Christmas, it changes and transforms our lives. Like it did for this man on the screen, John Wesley. John Wesley was a preacher and a theologian in the 1700s. And he was converted when he heard somebody reading Martin Luther's commentary on the book of Galatians. You know, as you do. But at one point in the book, 
Luther says, have we then nothing to do? In other words, don't we have to do something to be made right with God? And Luther answers in the book, he says, no, nothing, but be found in him who has become for us our wisdom, our righteousness, our holiness and our redemption. And when John Wesley heard those words, he was converted. He had been a Christian minister for years. He had been serving in Georgia in the United States with slaves and with prisoners because he thought that I have to make myself worthy. I have to earn something. And then he heard those words and it changed his life. And he opened himself up and he received the gift of God given to us in Jesus. There's a lot of people who hear about this every Christmas. Jesus is a gift from God for us. And there are lots of people who respond, well, it just can't be that easy. And what they really mean is, I don't want the gift. I don't need the gift. I'm fine on my own, thank you very much. There's an old hymn that says, Lay your deadly doing down, down at Jesus' feet. Stand in him alone, gloriously complete. And that's Christianity. That's the message of Christmas. God, I no longer rely on myself. I cast myself into the ocean of your mercy and grace, given to me as a gift in Jesus. Have you received the gift of God in Jesus? He's a surprising gift. He's not what you would expect. But he's exactly what we need. Let's open ourselves up to him this Christmas. Let me pray for us. And I'm going to pray this prayer, this old prayer called the gift of gifts. Heavenly Father, source of all good, what shall we render to you for the gift of gifts, your own dear Son? Herein is wonder of wonders. He came below to raise me above, was born like me that I might become like him. Herein is love, when I cannot rise to him, he draws near on wings of grace to raise me to himself. Herein is power, when deity and humanity were infinitely apart, he united them in indissoluble unity, the uncreated and the created. Herein is wisdom, when I was undone, with no will to return to him, and no intellect to devise recovery, he came, God incarnate, to save me to the uttermost, as man to die my death to shed satisfying blood on my behalf, to work out a perfect righteousness for me. O oh God, take me in spirit to the watchful shepherds and enlarge my mind. Let me hear good tidings of great joy and hearing, believe, rejoice, praise and adore. My conscience bathed in an ocean of rest, my eyes uplifted to a reconciled father, place me with ox, donkey, camel and goat, to look with them upon my Redeemer's face and in him account myself delivered from sin. Let me clasp the newborn child to my heart, embrace him with undying faith, exulting that he is mine and I am his. In him you have given me so much that heaven can give no more. Amen. Amen. This last song, church is about lifting our voice and praising the kin who was born, Jesus. And kids, can I invite you all to stand? Kids, you've been learning this song at Kids Church.
So I would love to invite you to, everyone stand up so then the kids aren't shy. Love for you to come up and sing Born is the King. So come on down, listen to these words as the kids come up. Born unto us this day a Saviour, gifted from heaven to a manger, the hope of the world, a light to all mankind. Goodwill to all the earth and peace divine, all of the earth rejoice. It's Christmas time. Here we go.